0: Difficult, difficult,
1: difficult, 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 difficult,
0: difficult women. Hey, hi. Hi. Hello. I
1: don't know. We're podcasting. We're podcasting. Uh I'm Katie. I'm Marie. And this is Difficult Women, the podcast.
0: Welcome. Welcome. It's like lubrication for your ears gross is that our new slogan you like that nope. should i make t-shirts nope <laughs> difficult women it's like it's like lubing up your veg. <laughs> 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 nope i don't want that on shirt. okay never mind <laughs> <laughs> we're also in a musical comedy duo band folk pop rock i don't know who I we are wear, but we are awesome yep and we are named reformed Hors. Mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. you want to listen to our music it's everywhere it is like it's like grocery store. It's like no. Oh it's man. Not. I wish nice, we Someday. Make so much money. <laughs> Girls poop too, like buying the pins and oh, perfect stuff. That'd be oh, great. It should be done. It should be. Uh but yes, you can listen to our music everywhere, Spotify, all that sort of stuff. Uh but here we are Podcasting. Podcasting. Oh, hey oh, this is a good time to mention something, huh? Oh, it certainly is.
1: Uh that it would be that we are pairing up with Adamandeve.com, which is the best Adult super store, toy store. <laughs> I love toys. I love toys in all forms, to be honest with you. I love like, you know, Jenga and all those things. But like, I especially love adult toys. And we like to buy our toys at adamandeve.com.
0: Mm-hmm. And free stuff is awesome. Wouldn't you agree? I totally agree. Uh, but free stuff to spice up your bedroom is even better. That's
1: right. And you can select almost any one item for 50% off and then Adam and Eve loads on all this other free stuff. What? That's crazy. It is crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Enter
0: (laughs) code. It is crazy. It really is insane. insane. You guys, seriously, you go to adamandeve.com and you can select an item and it's 50% off That's like a very
1: high percentage off.
0: That's like, I've never gotten 50% off usually. Usually it's like 20% off or like like a nice little 10. But this is 50% off when you enter offer code HORIO at checkout and get 10 tantalizing free gifts. And you get a sexy item for him and a special gift for her. And then a third item
1: you can both enjoy maybe together.
0: Whoa. Probably together. I would hope so. I hope so. I don't or not. know what it is. It's like
1: a surprise.
0: <laughs> What's in your butt? I don't know. Let me find <laughs> Let's out. Let's find out. Oh, and six free spicy movies. Okay, but those
1: are only nine things. We just counted nine things out. But guess what else you get for What's free? What's the 10th? It's a plus free shipping. No. Yes, it's
0: true. Don't tease me. I know. Well, that's what this is all about. <laughs> Get a little feather and tease you with this free shipping. Oh my God. I can't. I really, again, what? My main my brain is is just can't I even can't handle it. No, I'm I can't even talk. I'm so excited. I know. So let's say this one more time. Yes. That's Horio W H O R E O at Adamandeve.com. Go use that thing. Go use I've, it. I'm telling you, you're never going to find a better discount than that. That's true. You're welcome. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, are we just
0: jumping right in? I mean, unless you have something else to talk about. No, I guess not. I mean, well, we could just plug one other show, Wilmington, North Carolina. We're coming for you. Yes, hope you're ready. October 11th and 12th. It's a Friday and a Saturday. We're going to do two shows a night, folks. At um and yeah, Wilmington. You said that. Right? Yeah, Wilmington at the
1: Dead Crow Comedy
0: Club. Yeah, which is
1: one of our favorite places. We really enjoy going there, and we love the people that are there, and
0: mm-hmm. and the town is really great. So it's I'm so really awesome. looking forward to it. Yeah. So again, October 11th, 12th, Wilmington. North Carolina, come see us, Reformed Whores. Get your uh, tickets today. Get them now. Get your butts there. Run. Quick, there. quick run. run. Don't walk to your computer.
1: <laughs> Unless you're sitting right in front of it, and then don't run. Yeah. Because you're going to hit your computer. <laughs>
0: <sighs> well, that's good. We got that out of the that's way. That's really good. I now we come. can talk about what we've always, the, the reason why we were birthed. All of actually, us were birthed. Not just us, but yeah. everyone. But every single, on the planet, practically. Not yeah.
1: really the planet, but
0: not like well, plants. Well. Yeah, No rocks <laughs> uh, mammals let's stick mammals. with mammals yes uh what are we getting at katie <laughs> <laughs> i'm not i don't know anymore um no Pier-
1: period oh, what were you gonna say i was gonna say like menstruation
0: uh, period. Periods. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Sorry, Ooh, or or do you like calling it i was looking at Mencies. nicknames um leak week yeah girl flu the visitor Moon tides flow, crimson tide. Checking into the red roof inn. You ca- in <laughs>
1: Spanish, you call it Andres because ah. the rhyme is Andres viene cada mes, which means Andre comes every month, but it doesn't rhyme wow. huh.
0: <laughs> so you call it, I used to call it Andres on my calendar. Huh. Mm-hmm. In India they call it Chum. Uh, mhm. It's not my favorite. Um, shark week. Mm-hmm. Riding the cotton pony mm. or the Republican party. No red, because they're red. I get it. I get it. Um, yes, that's right, folks. We're talking periods.
1: Now, right now, men are running for the hills. I can G- hear bye. them. I can hear them.
0: I can hear them. No, 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 no. Listen. come on back. Come on back. Come on back. No, and this is, I have to just say to to our men listeners, like, any man out there that is actively listening to a podcast called Difficult Women Podcast, like, Thank you. First off, we need you. Yes. And don't, please don't go anywhere. We're gonna, and you're gonna see why I, this is an important topic. It's for, very important for everyone. And because guess what? Uh, every woman
1: in the world, unless there's like barring some technical difficulty,
0: has their period. Yes. And you came out of a period. Yes. And, and it's fucking magic. It is magic. It, it is, is magic. magic. The fact um, that we can, I was reading, it's for 40 decades, women bleed without injury and we don't die like and and no other thing right. can do that right I mean that's a, worth, miracle. Yeah, a miracle it is it's a miracle so do you what was your
1: first experiences with like learning about periods and maybe your whatever you want to share my about first your experiences
0: time, well so well the sex ed one I talked about my experiments on the, the pad right, and that right. was the first time I actually held a pad and put the blue dye on, which I read that the blue dye, uh, exp- like showing that example of how much a pad was invented in the eighties. <laughs> and oh. it was, <laughs> it wasn't until then that they started doing that. Anyway, I remember that very distinctly as a child, that periods were all about blue dye on period, uh, uh pads. <laughs> but my first time when I had my period, um, I remember so Clearly, I was in my parents' bathroom. I was not feeling well at all for some reason. When I went to the bathroom, I pulled down my pants, and my panties were filled with blood. And I immediately, instead of thinking it was my period, I immediately thought I was dying. And I started crying. And I I was crying so much because I was dying. I pulled off my glasses and put them on the floor. And then I pulled up my panties to go tell my mom I was dying, and I stepped on my glasses. Ooh, again. And then I then I realized, oh no, wait, that's my period. Right. So then I rushed to my mother and I told her, "Mom, I think I started my period." Do you remember how old you and were? And I broke my glasses. Yeah, <laughs> she's <laughs> was like, "Congratulations!" Yeah, I was also... four, four. No, I was thirteen. Yeah, thirteen so, years old. Yeah,
1: I was like, I was. I think I think I finally did the math, and I think I was fourteen. And I remember being mm. like. I don't think I was the last one in my class, but I was like later than some kids because some kids had gotten it like around 12, 13 or Mm -hmm. whatever. And I was like very, very relieved the day I got
0: it. Oh, really? I
1: remember, which is not... People's standard story I know But it was because I was so worried I was not going to get it
0: mm. And it, for
1: me I knew that it meant like Would that mean I couldn't have kids Would that mean like you oh. know am I less of a woman Like it really I was very 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 worried That I was not going to get it And mm. then I got it and it was like fine Wait my mom, what
0: age were you I mean, I, I was went, like
1: 14.
0: What, do you remember what grade though? I think I was Sorry. in
1: eighth grade. Eighth grade. So, like, a lot of kids had been starting in like sixth grade mm-hmm. and then seventh grade and stuff. And I remember the other thing I remember though about, I was, I, I was, so I was also like, very anxious about what it was gonna feel like. I really didn't understand. Like, cause they say like, well, you don't really feel it. I'm like, how can you not feel it? Like, Mm -hmm. I don't understand like what what this is gonna be like. So then to like finally start experiencing it, I was like, okay, okay. That Mm. kind of assuaged some of my fears. Because when I was at camp one year, I think when I was about 12, this girl had started her period really early. And I think she even had some like I mean, I don't know if it was like an endometriosis or something. But she, I remember her waking up. We all woke up in the morning oh, yeah. and camp and her entire bed was like full of blood. I mean, it was like a murder I've had happened in like the that. in the camp. And I was like, Oh, is that where your period's gonna be? Like I, that terrified me so much. And she was like, it's fine. I'm fine. And I was like, oh my God, like, but are you okay? And she's like, yeah, I'm just having my period. And I was like, oh, periods are terrifying. Ugh. But then I think that she had something, some sort of special issue going on. Yeah. But that's, that's sort of like what my whole buildup around period stuff was. And we learned about it in
0: school and that kind of thing, but you just don't know what it is until you get it. Right. But the, sh- the shame or like right. the embarrassment, that's what I remember. So I, I guess I was in seventh grade, so I might've been 12 for 13? I don't know. But I I remember I remember the first day I bled through my pants. I mean, that is shameful. It yes. was so... Or that felt shameful. And I, I, the teacher wouldn't let me go to the bathroom. That's
1: so shameful. So was I it a male bled, teacher or a lady teacher? It was a teacher. lady
0: teacher. Mm. But I was so embar- I just, was embarrassed. I was too embarrassed to say I'm having my period because also I was the first of my friends. I even beat my older sister. Oh, so you... Yeah, so so I you was like... Early. Yeah. yeah. But, I, but she wouldn't let me go. And um, I remember... A friend of mine said just take your take your it was winter so i had like my huge winter jacket and she said just tie that around your waist so i tied that around which looked crazy right and then i went outside in like a t-shirt and this thing and right. i rode the bus well, home just yeah. like you know but the yeah. shame and oh god it was That's so embarrassing unfortunate
1: too because it's like i feel like then young women are not fully prepared for like what do you do in that case or like Maybe that's a thing where like you have an extra pair of pants in your locker for like, you know I mean? Like your mother, not, not, I'm not blaming your mother. It's my mother's fault. It's your mother's (laughs) fault that you had your period. But I just mean that like, I wonder what, what kinds of things we could do to like, I mean, part of it is just talking about it more. Well, I mean, I,
0: I felt like my education on pads and tampons was very limited. And I mean, I think that I thought, oh a tampon, you just put it in there and like, you know, it does the thing. But that's what happened. I remember that day of coming home, my mom was like, "You have to change your tampon." Oh. And then we talked about toxic shock syndrome right, right. and how it's so important to change your tampon and Yeah. I so. think maybe cuz I had mine later, I feel like I knew a
1: lot about this cuz my friends were talking about it with each other a little bit mm-hmm. more. So like I was so I think it is harder when you start earlier where you don't have as many of your compatriots to like mm-hmm. talk to about it because they don't know. They haven't had it yet. I remember the first time I used a tampon. That really? was like the scariest day of my life practically because I just, the you know, I was a virgin. I had never mm-hmm. put anything in there at right. all. And so I remember my mom like coaching me from outside Aww. the door. But I was like, go away, mom. But she's like, go just bend your knees and like, you know, just like try to be helpful. And she was helpful. I mean, I needed... To, I did Aww. not know how to do this you know yeah and I remember like looking at the box and like the instructions in the box and not understanding at all it's like this image yeah, is uh, not ex- they say to like not- put your
0: leg up on like a uh, like the side of a tub or something yeah and, and also like- I think the drawing was like so two dimensional that it was just like a half ver-
1: it just was like you could see the inside of the vagina so you're seeing that but I'm like but where's your other leg like I just couldn't <laughs> like I just could not uh, understand it at all oh. Um, and I remember like getting it in like halfway and then panicking and then trying to pull it out and
0: oh my god that does not work Mm -hmm. and then i was like mom mom."
1: (laughs) and she was like okay push it in push it in i'm like oh god
0: it was awful that was traumatizing i remember in eighth grade i went to the mall with jill johnson and some other girls and i was on my period and this was when i guess maybe i had like a tiny little fanny pack and that was my purse and my tampon didn't fit in it so i just had it in my pocket And then as soon as I bought a shirt from the Gap, I thought I was like, oh, this is great. I'll just put the tampon in my Gap bag and walk around the mall that way. Then we ran into the group of boys Mm. and the boys, there was another girl with the boys and the girl took my bag and like, like pulled out, kind of dumped it out to see the shirt that I, she was a bully. She wasn't very nice. Mm -hmm. I can't remember her name. Tiffany, maybe. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) This is Bill her Tiffany. But my tampon fell on the floor in front of, like, 12 eighth boys. graders. Yeah. yeah, there was, like, all these boys. And everyone was like, oh, oh, God, what? Was that in the Gap bag? Like, and I, and I had to play it off that, oh, my God, I guess the employee at the Gap put a tampon in that my bag. Or maybe so the so, ba- so yeah. angry, though, because, like,
1: that is a preventable thing where it's, like, what we need to be doing is, and I thought about this a lot. Where I was looking this stuff up, is that we need to be teaching our boys about right. periods too, because it's going to be a part of their lives too. Even if they're not having a period, like right. they're going to have women in their lives, they're going to have girls around. Like we have to teach them to
0: not shame people for a very mm-hmm. natural and normal thing. But I mean, I remember that experience through. It class with horrifying. me through high school, through college, and yeah. just feeling. Even you know when I first started having sex, if I was on my period, I would just say like I'm on my period, right? No, like that. It was a shameful thing to to. I'm on my period. I'm not. I can't have sex, right? Because none of my friends were having period sex either. And then it wasn't until I got older that it was just like fuck that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck well, that. I was so lucky
1: with the period sex thing because the second time I ever had sex. I was on my period and I think I said something I was like oh can we are we like can we do this if I'm on my period and the guy was so cool and he was like yes of course like mm. I want you sometimes it's even better and I was like oh great oh so wow. he like took that stigma mm-hmm. off right away and then it wasn't until later where like there was other guys who were like ew and I'm like wait what's your fucking
0: problem I'm like right I know it's not a big deal <laughs> um my yeah. current guy, though, was like, I was like, oh, I'm on my period. And he was like, great, let's make a Tarantino film. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> but that's amazing. Um, yeah. Also, but, what annoys me about that is I'm like, it's
1: not your blood. There's blood on my dick. I'm like, it's not your fucking blood. It's I not know. your, nobody topped your dick off.
0: Like, it's, get over it. Get over it. Well, I was asking my guy, just like, so what is it? I mean, he, he was like. He's concerned that he's hurt me some way or something if there's, if he finds blood or something, sure. which I understand that. But I'm like, no, I'm not in pain. It's just my period. Well, and I'll
1: tell you if I'm in pain. Yeah. I and mean, that's the other thing. Yeah, you just yeah, have to yeah. be more I'm empowered to, to
0: speak up when mm-hmm. we're like, whatever. So,
1: wait, let's start at the very beginning. It's a very good place to start. Yes. Because I was, you know, I've, How i How long even have know. women
0: been having periods?
1: Um, Like 10 <laughs> months. I don't know. No, a very long time. Very long Since time. Since the
0: beginning. And, and I
1: thought this was interesting because I was like looking up, okay, so like, what did people use? to to deal with their periods back in the day and this uh this sentence really irked me it was that uh in ancient times like egypt and rome and all that uh there was very little documentation about (laughs) women's periods in ancient history probably due to the fact that most of the scribes were men who choose not to record menstruation (laughs) what they didn't carve it into a rock they didn't they They carved there's penis size into the rock but they didn't carve you know uh any kind of periods up. so it's hard to know 100 percent. but there's some ideas that people use like Papyrus, like, mm-hmm. but they don't know for sure, but they had ideas like that. So. Pa- wet
0: paper they put up their what? pussies? Yep. Some, huh. which, uh, kind
1: of, I think they like chomped, chomped it up. Is that what <laughs> they <even> call it? <laughs> they do, like to- <laughs> tobacco? <laughs> they, <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know how they did. They masticated it somehow, but maybe not in their minds. Huh. And
0: then they shoved it up the pussies. Well, in ancient uh, Egypt, it was literally considered sorcery, mm-hmm. and menstrual blood was incorporated into spell casting and medical treatments. And before you ask, well, yes, they did drink it because anything deeply mysterious and kind of gross must naturally be magical. And so they had to put it in their
1: bodies. I mean, I guess they survived. That's yeah. So. Yum, uh, yum. We put all sorts of weird things in our mouths. Um. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, I also read that there was all these myths that were like uh, that menstruating women could stop hailstorms and lightning. <gasps> yeah. It could kill crops. Mm. It was believed it could kill bees. Bees? Yep. Dim mirrors, which I don't know what that means, and <laughs> rust weapons. Like, how do you dim a mirror? <laughs> the light like, is just on a dimmer, and they're like, like I, get it's my period. Cloudy. I mean, yeah, if you put blood on a mirror, that will dim the mirror. I don't really know. <laughs> um, and then, down, then moving forward through time. Mm-hmm. In the medieval times,
0: oh yeah. Well, here, wait, real quick. The Greeks. Oh, am i missing one. Well, the, oh, Greeks, the Greeks. They, they would do. um, they would take menstrual blood and mix it with wine and put it over the fields in a uh as as magic, and it was meant to increase the fertility of the soil.
1: That might be possible though, because there's a lot of like,
0: f- like mi- f- you know, minerals in our
1: blood. Yeah, it's
0: just like manure. <laughs> well, it's mean, not it's know. definitely not <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> manure. You are, but I, I do know. Think- <laughs> <laughs> The myths <laughs> comparing periods to, to poop. poop, no, it's uh, not no, poop. no, no, no. Um, but yes, so let's go where well, uh, medieval, medieval times, times they yes. used
1: rags, uh huh. Um, but there was a ton of oh. religious shame around periods because the, the goddamn, I don't know what that's about, but in all these Bibles and stuff, because they get sorry, spoiler alert, they get rewritten by white, you know, random dudes that want right. to control people. Uh, so there was just a lot of like period
0: shaming and like. In the Almost book every religion of Leviticus what they it saying? is illegal or law, un, un, a sin <laughs> to have sex with a woman on her period
1: It's in the Bible you know what I'm going to hell um, <laughs> It's fine <laughs> but so. <laughs> these ladies, these poor ladies, they would go to insane lengths to hide their cycles and um, they would carry little pouches of sweet smelling herbs so that they wouldn't, to, to like try to neutralize the smells and stuff that were coming out. They believed that burning a toad and wearing the ashes in a pouch around your waist would ease cramps. Oh. I don't, I can't imagine burning a toad.
0: Yikes. To help my, if any, I mean, if I was told that that would help cramps, <laughs> I'd be like, burn. sure, i am like fucking do all anything. anything. Fox, like me all goddamn frogs I can find. Um. <laughs> But they, so they also did a lot
1: of free bleeding then, too, because they just didn't have sanitary mm-hmm. pads and stuff. So, mm-hmm. But I guess there was then more sanitary issues with that. Um, so by the Victorian era, mm. there was a um, – they developed this product. that was like the first menstrual product, and it was called the Hoosier Sanitary Belt. And this, to me, is horrifying. It was in use – And like one of the main things that people used from 1890 to 1970. (laughs) And I know my mom told me all about these belts. I've never seen one, but she talked about how like there's like a metal clip. They like never really made it better. It was like the same thing. So it's like a little belt and it has these like metal clips. It's like a thong almost or like a... Yeah, it's yeah, and you have a clip in the front and a clip in the back, and then you clip this like pad onto it, and I guess you just rewash the pad. Uh-huh. Um, but my mom would talk about how like when she it was like very uncomfortable, and also like that metal part would Ow. just get really cold, or it would pinch you, or like it was just really, really, really uncomfortable, and that was the best
0: they could do for a hundred years.
1: I mean, oh, come on, guys. Dear.
0: Yeah. Well, in the 30s, they discovered that the bandages that they were using for the soldier in France, actually, in World War I, the nurses discovered that the bandages that they were using soaked up the blood more. So then they started using that type of bandage for
1: And I think they still pads. use some of that technology
0: in pads, too. And in the 1920s, they finally developed um, the
1: uh, tampons. Tampons. So that like people were sort of using them. I'm sure there was lots of... I didn't really look this up. Maybe you did. But I'm sure there was a. There's so much stigma around tampons for people because they're like, it's like sex. And are you a virgin Mm -hmm. if you're using a tampon?
0: Remember, that was like a whole Mm -hmm. thing. Well, the first menstrual cup was invented in the 30s. And uh, they couldn't get it off the ground because it was made from... I believe it was latex or silicone it was rubber but then during the war they uh, needed it for the war yeah and Mm. so they so they couldn't timing was bad yeah time and then uh it was an actress that was trying to like get this thing going and then she she tried tried to bring it back and then it it failed again but it's like that i mean that would have been nice yeah well back then yeah so i mean (laughs) I don't even know like, where to
1: begin with some of this stuff. So like th- those are sort of the, I mean, maybe that's a good place to start is that like we've had these very limited options for a very long time. I mean, that's a lot of time that things could be innovated, right? And it's only really been in the last like 10 years or so right. that these alternative products are coming onto the market. Um, some of which, one is a sea sponge. Did you hear about that one? A sea sponge? You can get a sea sponge and you, oh. apparently you can use it for, um, it's biodegradable. And you can use it for up to th- between three and six uses, three and six cycles. Oh, yeah. Um, I had not known about the sea sponge. Um, there's Thinks,
0: the Thinks panties that are like, um, yes. I'm a huge advocate I'm for those. I'm a big those. fan of those. Love I love that. those.
1: There was also, um, oh, I never heard of this interlabial pads. Uh, I'm sure you wait. It's like, it's like a pad, right? Mm -hmm. So you don't have to insert anything into your body. So some people really don't like using anything that is inserted Mm -hmm. into their body. And I totally understand that. Mm -hmm. And especially for young women, like, Mm -hmm. you know, people first starting to have their periods, like that can be really scary and maybe not something they're comfortable with. So they made these like pads that I guess just like, you put them in between your pussy lips. (laughs) And it just like sits in your labia. um, So it's not attached to your panties. It's like on your body it like, but it doesn't like, gets all, it just like you just like you wedge suction. it in there just like huh. wedge it in there that's from my understanding somebody please send us an email at <laughs> <difficult women laughs> podcast at gmail.com if I'm doing that wrong if that's in, it not accurate um, and then also uh, menstrual discs which I've used too which is basically mm-hmm. like a cup but it just sits a little bit lower mm-hmm. it doesn't go all the way up inside you and then my favorite mm-hmm.
0: the cup the diva cup, the diva cup. Can Katie can is we, a we big, talk about this uh, yes I know you this. want
1: to I love proselytizing about the (laughs) diva cup. So one of the big deals with like tampons and stuff is that they've historically been made with like bleached cotton, and it's not great to shove bleach in your vagina. Newsflash. What? what Whoa! Can you stop? Bleach bleach isn't good up in there. In addition, it's not particularly good for your the balance of your vagina to have an absorbent thing in there Mm. because it really disrupts
0: what your body is supposed to
1: be doing your body is just supposed to yeah have it like flush out of your system and instead you're like kind of holding it in there but not holding it in
0: there in a way that it's like sucking the like well especially the super super tampons is when the toxic shock syndrome really came to be because people were told that they could leave it in there longer and then that's what I mean it kill it kills it when it's women. It, yeah. And it's
1: also like it sucks the um, moisture out of your right. body, like out of your that part of your body. And that's just not normal. That's not that's not for the benefit of the woman. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So um, what's so great about the cup is that it you put it in, there's a little bit of like a learning curve and like figuring out how to get it in and out. I granted, it can be a little bit challenging when you mm-hmm. first start. But then you get figured out, it's all cool. Then it collects the blood instead of like absorbing it. And the thing that people get so freaked out about is that then you have to pull the cup out and then it's full of your menstrual blood.
0: And -hmm. then you just
1: dump it out in the toilet and then you have to wash it and then you can put it back in. And it has been a little bit challenging sometimes when you're in a public restroom where like the, the sink isn't, hidden like you have to go out to use the sink because you're you know people are not used to this yet it has not been like a common thing so you want to be like more you know uh, kind of covering it up and hiding it a little bit and stuff but like i think that that's insane Mm -hmm. why are we hiding right everybody's everybody everybody in in that woman's room has like had a period most likely not Mm -hmm. everybody but most people that are, are using that bathroom know what a period is and I'm not saying take your blood and spray it all over the bathroom. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that, like, this is a normal thing. And we need to get used to, like, our, and our bodies are producing this every month. And we are told over and over again to, like, hide it and hide it mm-hmm. and hide it and hide it and don't get comfortable with it. And it's gross. And you shouldn't be, like, touching it. You shouldn't be, like, learning from it. I've learned so much more about how periods work, about my personal cycle, uh, by being able to see what is coming out of my mm-hmm. body. hmm it's like, why Why do you not want to know, like, what's happening to you, you know? Mm-hmm. And what's wrong with knowing that? Right. Um, and I think that, like, the queasiness comes from the not being exposed to it at all. And, like, not being encouraged to be yeah, exposed to it. Yeah, because you
0: know my thoughts on the Diva Cup. Because <laughs> well, you think it's gross. Well, I don't want to see your period blood. We well, don't have to see my period blood. I mean, <laughs> but if we're in the bathroom together.
1: Sure. But, I mean, so there's maybe, but then maybe there should be, like, a station in the bathroom where it's, like,
0: if or sinks like in sinks. every bath. Yeah. Room. Or like one or sink
1: that has like a little bit more of a protective thing so mm-hmm. that you can go and wash your thing there. Like there's ways we can work around yes. that. Cause I also am not like people also, some women are gross and they pee on the seat and stuff like that. Like that's not acceptable. And get yes. blood all over the seat. Mm-hmm. Like, and you can do that with a tampon. Right. So like, it's not like you have to be considerate to mm-hmm. your fellow people that you're around. But the, one of the huge side effects that I've gotten from using that cup is that my, I don't almost, uh, I hardly ever have cramps anymore. And my cramps are always like less, mm. and every so often I'll have a period with cramps, but like it's so rare now. And there's been studies that say that like using tampons increases your cramps.
0: Mm-hmm. So well, and again, once you had it's said not that everybody. I was it's okay, right? Well, my cramps are, and I think most women, it's at the beginning of their periods. And so I've been using thinks more after our conversation yeah. a long time ago about how your cramps have kind of gone away. Um, and if I don't use a tampon. In the first couple of days and just where my thinks, my cramps are non-existent. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah, but that's just But if I show, use a tampon, I am my I like can barely walk my my cramps are so bad. Now, how terrifying
1: is that that like that's what we're told we right. should be shoving into our bodies all the time and nobody's questioned it and mm-hmm. nobody like cares that a woman's like suffering more mm-hmm. because of it because it's convenient and it's like, you know, then men don't have to see it and it's not, you know, so your blood isn't out in the open like god mm-hmm. forbid mm-hmm. this thing that happens to you is like out in the open a tiny bit so that somebody has to be exposed to it because it's like why why are we building this why has it been so built up to be so shamed mm-hmm. ashamed of the blood that comes out of your body mm-hmm. and that it's taxed as a luxury item right which is also which insane. is a
0: whole other crazy thing so that's like a
1: really interesting thing too because like so there's the levels of shame around periods we we're experiencing it in the west here right to a lesser degree mm-hmm. but like it is a million fold worse in some other countries Mm -hmm. like in um, in India was it in India or maybe I want to say it was either India or Iran there was some study that was like 50% of girls in their periods think that they're it's a disease Mm. so they don't even know that it's normal so like if you're carrying that around and you're not allowed to talk about it then like you're gonna think you're broken, like your whole life, mm-hmm. and there's something wrong with you. And like, why do we want that, for right. People. Well, know? I know that
0: you you had seen the period uh, sentence. What is it? Peor, that period. That movie it won like in a. I think it won the Academy Award for short film. Or yeah, period. End of sentence. It's a, it's a short documentary. It's on Netflix right now. I highly recommend people seeing it. Um, but these women, these young girls. Um, they're so embarrassed of the fact of their period. They don't talk about it. It's very, you know, taboo. And then they they ask the men, what do you know about menstruation? And they're very – all the men say it's an illness. It mm-hmm. means the girls are sick. So a nonprofit in California helped fundraise and uh, is now giving these small villages in India this machine that can make pads and so, therefore, these women can have these sanitary products to use, but then also be able to sell and make money right, and feel empowered and, mm-hmm. you know, support themselves. And and, and also, I mean, because these women have, n- they've just been using, like, torn rags or or just they, they go to, they drop out of school right, because they to, they're yeah. told that they are so, that they have an illness. Right. So, or
1: sometimes, and this happens in the United States, too, where... People miss school. Mm -hmm. Women miss school because of their periods. Or work. Or work. Yeah. Yeah. But another thing about that is that like in some of these countries too, aside from it just being like an illness, there's like these senses that like there's something unbalanced in a woman when she's like on her period. Mm -hmm. So I read that in Japan, up until recently, you could not be a sushi chef if you were a woman. That is crazy because mm-hmm. they said that your taste you have to your have taste even taste and and i'm not even so sure that it does i don't watch sushi i'm not, like, <laughs> I'm not even so sure that it affects your taste buds at all mm-hmm. and like why wouldn't other hormones affect a man's taste but i mean like there's if
0: that i don't think that's a terrible after reading reasoning. that i was like oh wait a minute have i ever had a female sushi chef yeah ever no, no. no. I did see that there's um,
1: some places that are trying to combat that, especially like, in New York City, certainly. Which is but cool. in
0: Japan specifically,
1: like they've been trying to open all female-run sushi places to kind of mm-hmm. put a kabosh on that whole mm-hmm. nonsense. Wow, I mean it's crazy. But and so <laughs> there's all these like things that make it's a big deal. This like this like period shaming thing is a big deal because like there's so many ways in which it holds women back and holds young girls back and even in like the united states the co- it's not a luxury item okay right. no. and the cost it's a necessary. of these uh, <laughs> absolutely yeah. and the cost of speed. these products is sometimes cost prohibitive for some families especially as like poverty rates are rising in the United States and all that. So those girls, especially they were saying like there's like let think take a girl who maybe has a single parent and the single parent's her father and she can't have good conversations with him about her period and maybe they don't have a lot of money. So he's not understanding the need for them to be delegating money or they can't mm-hmm. afford these pad stuff. So she misses four days of school every month. She is already now she's behind. Mm-hmm. That there's like these real repercussions to like not um To to taxing this stuff and making it more expensive, which is another reason why I'm a big fan of the Diva Cup, because that's another uh, product that they've been bringing to some of these other countries where they can't afford uh, the products because you can use it over and it's reusable. So you can use it over and over again for quite a while. Mm -hmm. um, And then that means that they're not spending money on those products and then they can go to school Mm -hmm. and they can be, you know feeling like they are being clean and taking care of themselves and not having to, like, be in a hole with, in a dark room, you know, mm-hmm.
0: alone, mm-hmm. shamed, you know, and then not learning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got to give the Diva Cup another go. Because when I did try it, it it was quite painful putting it in. So I need to I figure out. I think there's out. two sizes, too. So that's something. So I got tight about. little.
1: tight <laughs> <You gotta laughs> t- t- little.
0: But in researching uh, menstrual cups, I did find this new thing called the Z- Ziggy Cup. And it's flat. Yeah, uh, it's, that's. Have the, you tried that one?
1: one? There is one that's like it's more like a cap. I don't know. Th- yeah, sort of and I I have tried one that's like it's more of a disposable cup, and you can buy. Because I was like. In a pinch, one day, and I didn't have my cup. That's one of the things that can be hard. It's good to carry it with you, <laughs> but I didn't have it, so I got. Um, I saw this other product, mm-hmm. and it's like it sits a little lower, and you can have sex on it. Right? Yeah, that's the one thing that it says that. It so maybe that's, sex. and that's the other thing is you can try different ones. Like maybe the diva cup's not a good fit, or maybe mm-hmm. you don't like how it fits in there. Or like, I think that just having these alternate methods but just of, the
0: amount of money that you save with a cup. Exactly.
1: But that's tampons the or pads and or something. that's another thing too with like homeless women. Like one right. of the biggest issues with homeless women is that they don't have access to sanitary products. Mm-hmm. So even like and people don't think to donate them, but that's why something like the cup is great because like you can donate this thing that then they can have with them when they're living their lives and not have to keep paying for, you know, cause mm. you can donate a box of tampons, but then they're going to run out of tampons at mm-hmm. some point. Um, and they were saying that like, it's so hard women, like homeless women that get arrested for stealing a box of tampons. It's like, what's worse? Like the shame of like getting mm. arrested or the shame of just like bleeding everywhere, like, mm-hmm. you know, once a month mm. and not being able to clean, stay clean, you know? Mm-hmm. So that, that that's a real issue that, that homeless ladies have to think about, which mm. we don't think about, Mm-mm. you
0: know? Well, let's get into free bleeding. Yes. So I know that you are in... I don't know what I'm saying.
1: I mean, I'm not, like, necessarily, like, <laughs> pro-free bleeding. Katie's bleeding right now. I am just right bleeding on all, all over chair. This couch. It's cool. I'm definitely not... Like, I don't think it's, like, the be-all, end-all. Because I think that it's also not... We had a conversation about this too. It's like, how do you actually free bleed? Like, how do you make that work in a society where you you can't like
0: bleed through your pants and then sit on the public bus? No, you know what I mean. Yeah. Maybe if
1: you have like, and for a the gentleman listening,
0: free bleeding is just not using anything. You're just bleeding freely as your body is wanting to do, uh, with nothing hindering it. But yes, I. So the runner in 2015. Right, um, that was the first Kieran time. in Gandhi. Yes. That was the first time that really... I realized that it was a more of a political activism. Like she's, I mean, she's right. a she was making a, a stance about it, and it's a it's a big movement that's happening right now. What I loved about what she said about it, though, mm-hmm. too, and this is where I think
1: this is the crux of this conversation that we need to be like: this is the pinpoint to me. Mm-hmm. She said
0: so she was having her period, like it was at the London Marathon, at the two thousand fifteen, and she
1: was like, "God damn, you know, it's kind of an annoying thing to get it during." a big event like that, right? And she's like, not sure what to do. So she was like, I don't, do I want to wear a pad? Like, I'm trying to like, have a good time, like beat my time or run fast and be comfortable. Like, do I want a big... Pad like in between my legs as I'm running, that's also a chafing issue. Do I want a tampon inside my body? Like, when, how will I be able to change it? This is like a you know, four hour event. If it's the beginning of repair, some people have to change their tampons frequently. Um, you know, it was just all these issues. And she was like, she decided, uh, and she says, So, in a radical act to uh, prioritize my own comfort, Mm -hmm. I decided to bleed freely. She prioritized her. Comfort mm-hmm. that has not been allowed in this conversation mm-hmm. about periods at all. It's never it's about, never about our, comfort. our comfort, it's about the comfort of the people like the men around that don't want to see it. We have to hide it we from have them, to we have him. to make everybody else comfortable, right? Except we have ourselves to like wear a crazy belt that has like metal buckles on it for a hundred years <laughs> to make the men to make other yeah, people comfortable, right? right. So that was what like that I loved the way she said that because I But think she also that said that,
0: that it's for the people that can't afford and p- you know, tampons mm-hmm. or pads
1: and And, and to things. just bring awareness to it. Mm-hmm. And I think that like as we learned in the Middle Ages, uh in the medieval times, it's not always the most sanitary option to like be walking around doing that, I think. Unless there's like a mm-hmm. way to do I don't mm-hmm. know. I mean but um, I wonder
0: how many people came up to her and they were just like, "Oh, excuse me, you are I mean, you know, probably, probably a lot, lot, lot of lovely women. A lot like, of oh lovely, goodness, oh goodness, my dear. Yeah. I will say, doing style.
1: it free bleeding like in a race like that is probably a great time to do it because like you have a beginning and an end. You're not sitting anywhere. You're mm-hmm. <laughs> not like nobody has to like you. Don't have to interact with someone. There's a you know, it's not like you're sitting around in those clothes like forever. Like you, mm-hmm. you when you exercise, you change your clothes. Pretty usually relatively quickly afterwards, or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, that's just a different. So I thought, like, any time to free bleed, mm-hmm. marathon's probably not a bad time.
0: Mm hmm well I thought uh, to bring it to pop culture <laughs> just a hot second there are, do you, I didn't know this woman at all but in looking at pop culture with free bleeding and whatever Madison Beer no tell me she's a model I guess she was like a while ago was Justin Bieber's muse at some point I don't know I, I don't know who these people are but I mean I know who Bieber is but I, I wasn't familiar with Madison Beer but she was on the beach with her boyfriend in Miami in a white bathing suit in, in a beautiful bikini and she She accidentally started her period. And But instead of rushing and changing, she was just like, fuck it. And then her boyfriend, too, was so in on that's it because so the paparazzi cool. were there and they were taking pictures. He was like, he was, there was one point he was like holding her up so they could get a better picture of like a little bit of the blood on her. <laughs> so kind suit of, and like, that's a weird thing. I mean, it, itself, was, yeah. it was kind of weird. But the fact that she didn't rush away to go change into something else, but made it actually more of a statement. Yeah. And then, of course, the internet trolls were like all after her and saying that it was, she was purposely doing this purposely wearing a white bikini and all this sort of stuff and, and even like she is fine it brings awareness right. to it like but, but her response is just like i'm human right this happens right get over it my, and right. like i don't care what you think my boyfriend obviously is hot and like loves me right and you know he has no problem with it and that's who matters so right. go fuck yourselves when well, they thing. were talking
1: about how like. In how inherent the misogyny is in this whole mm-hmm. like narrative, where it's like it's gross. Mm-hmm. The concept of it being gross mm-hmm. is so misogynistic. And because it's also like, what else is gross? It's like p- people think it's gross that like um, milk, breast milk comes, comes out, out of our out of body. Our t- yeah. Men also think it's gross when women sweat. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like, why are you, are not allowed to be a human. You're mm-hmm. not allowed to just, something that these things that are so natural are like stigmatized in this like crazy way. And this one thing I was reading, the woman was saying like the part of the problem with that too, is that like when you shame, put a lot of shame on these things, then the women don't explore themselves much and then they don't know how their bodies work. Mm-hmm. Just like no idea, like mm-hmm. because they're not ex- encouraged to like.
0: Learn more about yeah. It. Had I, I mean, I love period sex. It's actually better. Yeah. Had I not done period sex, because if I oh had hurt a boy's feelings or something by bleeding on his dick, then right. I would have never known that I can come harder that way. Right. <laughs> but also that like we. If and if you if your preference is not period sex, that's also that's totally fine. fine. That's it's fine. Totally fine. But let's talk about it rather and let's than have you being some like
1: options, right? Let's let mm-hmm. those
0: things be options. Yeah, let's get the Ziggy Ziggy cup. Let's get that Ziggy, the, cup. Ziggy cup. Just go buy that um, Ziggy cup. Hey. Maybe they could be a sponsor
1: oh my God, of Difficult Women yes, Podcasts. Okay. Or the Diva Cup or any of those Or guys. any of those. I'll but reach out. Let's Oh my see. God, let's do it. <laughs> um, maybe they'll battle for our advertising time. Ooh, because Battle dream it out. Drink them true. Dream come true. Um, <laughs> the other thing too is it's like one of the, th- it, it's not just then about conversations. I think it's, the period sex is a great example. That, like, these are not just conversations that we need to have with our daughters. These are conversations we need to have with their sons mm. so that they can understand, like, it's normal.
0: Mm-hmm. It's fine. Mm-hmm.
1: And I think that, like, you know, these older men that, like, have these hang-ups about period sex and stuff, it's like they never got a chance to, like, be comfortable around periods, period. That, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was not on purpose. Um, well, that brings me, I mean, did you ever talk about periods with your dad? No. Yeah. Me neither. I mean, I, I think he like, I mean, I
1: know he knows that they exist. And stuff. I, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I mean, maybe if I had started my period and I was around, I could, I think I would be comfortable being like, I need some tampons or something mm-hmm. like that. Like, I don't think that I didn't feel uncomfortable talking to him about it. But it makes sense that you want to talk to your mom about it because she's mm-hmm. experienced it. It's harder sometimes to like. But I think if we can like, and I'm not saying men have to be experts on periods, but like they should just be um, more exposed to them because like uh, there's a tendency to try to shelter men and boys from periods. Mm -hmm. And like, we don't need to do that. So like I was reading all these things. I was like, what are the kinds of like crazy things that men have done around or thought around periods? Um, One crazy story was that a janitor in like a a school was in the girls' bathroom cleaning. A male
0: janitor? A male janitor. Mm -hmm.
1: And called the police. (gasps) And the police came and were like very concerned. They were all male police. And what they had found was a used sanitary pad. And they were convinced it was like a self-aborted fetus. They were like convinced of it. They sent the pad in for like an analysis and stuff. 'Cause they didn't know what it would look like. Cause, you know, again, newsflash, it's not always just like obliquity yeah. blood. It's there's, you know, your parts of your body are like coming out of your body a little bit. So like it can look, you know, chunky. <laughs> I don't know how else to say that. <laughs> chunky Campbell yeah. soup. But My that wife. like but that the police would have been like, oh, this is a crime that we must like look into. And it's like, no, it's just it's period. period. It's just the period. Ugh. Another woman was talking about like some there was some like Twitter thing and she was saying like uh, they were I guess it was a list of like worst mansplaining incidences, <laughs> and one of her worst was that this guy was like mansplaining to her that she could not possibly be having her period because it wasn't the twenty eighth of the month. Oh.
0: And Thank like, you, there's man.
1: boys out there that just think that like we all have oh, yeah. on the same date. Mm. There was a huge deal on Reddit where this guy, um, he was like, we shouldn't like, you know, we sanitary pads and things like that should not be free because if a woman can't hold in her period to make it to the bathroom, then like she doesn't have any self-control thinking that it was like pee. He's like, "I can hold my pee till I get to the bathroom." So you should be able to hold your mm. period. And it was Mm-mm. like, and so he got like eviscerated online. Oh man. And then he apparently he said like um trolls. he had a girlfriend and apparently people were like that girl should like break up with him and apparently she did. <laughs> and then he was like, "I was just kidding. I was just
0: kidding." And I don't think she's joking back. Oh. Wow. Well, the artist and poet Rupi Carr, oh yeah. Um oh, she had yeah. posted, remember that in like 2015, she had posted um a picture of her free bleeding on Instagram and it mm-hmm. was taken down I remember immediately that, yeah. and then she put it back up and it was taken down and and she i think she finally got it to stay but um, it was removed obviously i mean people were flagging it left and right but her point was that I mean, obviously, like we can idolize these young women and um, encourage pedophilia and rape culture and all this sort right. of stuff, but we can't just have this simple, very natural, natural, normal
1: thing, right? Yeah.
0: And I, I mean, I really respect artists that are doing this. So uh, there was another art. Um, installation called there will be blood mm-hmm. and there were just photos of women all free bleeding yeah but but in in you know normal situations like at a cafe or you know out on a bus or but just i mean there, it, these images are so powerful oh i know
1: they're so great and
0: and, and you know i mean it's the and when i first looked at it it's like oh god like it's really shocking because we're not, we are taught that this is gross. Right. We're taught that this is not normal. You're not, you don't see a woman free bleeding. Any, I haven't, no, you know, in no. my daily life. But I do think that that's important uh, to capture these types of images because we are trying to normalize it. But also like what a grand statement right. it is of, I don't know. I just, I, I think that any artist out there that, we just need more of this I think yeah. and we're currently writing a period song yes, trying to yeah. normalize it um, the other thing too about the free bleeding it's
1: like well maybe that is more of an option like maybe there's like you know like a pillow you carry around or maybe there is a way to make that work because like at the end what again what I'm coming back to is that at the end of the day that notion of like what's the most comfortable for people mm-hmm. is that you know shoving things up in your pants like maybe is not the most comfortable option like maybe there's whatever I I mean I don't know the logistics of that but like I guess I don't want to totally say that that's not an option I want we have to figure it out you Mm -hmm. know but like if there's somebody out there it's like hey this is I free bleed and this is how I do it Mm -hmm. like I'd be curious about how that worked I don't think I don't see myself choosing that method, mainly because I don't want to ruin all my pants. <laughs> right, <laughs> but like I know,
0: I get mad when I I know I got yeah. my period
1: panties and I stick to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I think that like the, the period panties are about as close to free, free
0: bleeding. Um, I do think that it's a it was, really it's so badass and feminist to like free bleed. And, yeah, and, and do that. Yeah, I think yeah. that there is something I couldn't do it because yeah, I, I mean these are made well jeans. I just got They're like I'm not, gonna, yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna yeah I don't to do that, right. but. I mean, there. It's a very in-your-face movement.
1: Maybe part of it is that it's like you know how we've all had our like accidents, right? Where like we or we're tampon leaks or something, and then you get like a stain, like maybe on, through your pants, let's say, or on your skirt. Maybe part of what it is isn't that like then you don't, like, that you just don't change your tampon. It's that like, oh, you go, oops, I have to change my tampon. And then you walk around the rest of the day and you don't tie your jacket around your waist. Mm-hmm. And that people don't freak out if there's, like, a little bit of period of blood on your pants because there was a
0: little accident. Like, well, like you know what I mean like that model. <laughs> like, Madison Beer right. to, like, well, get and, like, a little bit on but, her But, like, pants. you yeah. at school.
1: Right, right. That's my point, yeah. is that, like... The the what you had to do it because I was saying earlier like oh you have an extra pair of pants Well, but that's still hiding the thing Mm -hmm. what Mm -hmm. if it's more just that like we accept that sometimes they leak and whatever and then sometimes it's like ah damn my pants are dirty but I'm gonna be able to go about the rest of my day Mm -hmm. and not Mm
0: -hmm. have like people freaking out Mm -hmm. yeah and
1: like we're just used to like Mm -hmm. knowing that oh that's you know that's Mm -hmm. too bad her pants are ruined but I don't have a problem with the fact that she has a period you know what Mm -hmm. I mean
0: whereas like now it's like people have a problem with the period. Mm Well, one thing that recently has changed my life with my period is the my Flow app. Oh, yeah. I've been using <laughs> it, really, too. I like it. Yeah, I'm really into the app. Uh, it sends me a text message when I should be expecting my period and, like, ovulating. And then I put in all my personal information of, like, when I had sex. And, like, I, it's just a really great way of knowing uh, how my body works and stuff. And they, But. I, oh, yes. Tell me. Today, a story broke that... Some of these period apps are selling the data to fucking Facebook. Okay. So da- so our data is given to Facebook. Right. So during your time of the month or like, you know, during, during like right before it, you get advertisements for acne medicine or, right, right, right. you know, Stuff but they're getting yeah. so much. They, they can have my shoe size. They can have like, you know, where I like to eat or whatever. But knowing when I had sex, knowing like that private right. type of information that's, right. that's that really is fucked up that is so fucked up well that's one thing that um aside from
1: the fucked up part of that and the app is really useful but there are ways to track it without an app so you can like, yeah learn i mean you can put it do on that and you can right. learn like what you're what the app is nice about is it it'll tell you like hey traditionally three days it's your three days before mm-hmm. your period. So your, you know, energies levels will be higher or lower or you might be more cranky or whatever. And mm-hmm. you learn your body that way. They were this woman was saying that like when you don't let people have conversations about their cycles and their mm. periods, that then they never learn how to do any of that on their own. Like we could be teaching our girls how to do this without an app, you know? Mm-hmm. And this uh there was this cool thing where someone was saying that like if you we spend so much time worrying about like the PMS period or the period week and saying like, oh, you know, I, I'm gonna miss work because I'm whatever. Mm. And she's like, but if you know your cycle and you know your flow, you can know in advance like, okay, on the week of my period, mm. I'm gonna take it a little bit more easy at work. I'm gonna be like a little bit more like low key and like I'll get my work done, but I'm just gonna, I'm, I know I'm gonna need a little more space, but knowing that, in this part of my cycle, I have more energy. I have more, mm. like I'm more productive. So I'll put in a little extra work on those days so that then it's not this thing where women are falling behind because of like a period. It's like you can use that information in ways to balance out like your productivity. So if you're going for the big, um what do you call it? Like the promotion at work. And then all of a sudden one week, like you've fallen behind a little bit in your work schedule. Cause you're having mm-hmm. trouble with your period. She's saying you can, uh, you can balance, balance that out, out by like knowing like, okay, I'm going to have to work a little bit harder this week oh, because God, it's like be two a weeks woman. before my I mean, period. I mean, it's annoying, but like, yeah. I also think it's like empowering to know the way your body works mm-hmm. so that you can make those adjustments mm-hmm. and like stay competitive and stay, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so those, it's really unfortunate those apps take away.
0: Yeah, process. it's not all the apps. It was just a couple of yeah. d- a Ma- Maya app, maybe, or mm. you'll have to you'll have to look it yeah. up yourselves. But that to me makes me so angry. Yeah, one well, taking that advantage is- of like.
1: But I think that like the nice thing about those apps, and maybe we can try to learn how to do this ourselves, is just understanding that like during your cycle, your hormones. It's not just that one time of the month where things are like moving around. Mm-hmm. It's the whole it's cycle. The whole it's a, there's a lunar cycle happening. Cycle. Learn about your cycle. Learn mm-hmm. about what you know what what happens in your body. And know your and if you're a man listening,
0: know your partner cycle. Sure. You know and be
1: curious about it. Like why not? It can be helpful and like, mm-hmm. you know, thoughtful and you know, mm-hmm.
0: I know. I know yeah. all about your jism. Yeah. I know all about <laughs> I know your too gism. much about Jism. Oh God. I tried to make my guy eat his Jism the other day. He said no. <laughs> That's mean. I know. But if I'm going to eat it, you do. Yeah. Nope. That's, oh, fair enough. Tell, tell us your thoughts on that. Um. <laughs> yeah. Everybody, all the men out there, try your jism. <laughs> Put it in a soup. Put it in a soup. Why not? Paul Foti has that cookbook, Natural Harvest. I swear to God. It's all about jism? He cooks with jism. Protein. Yeah. Okay. Yum, yum. I don't really want to eat that, but okay. No, nope. That's cool. Good for him. Well, I hope that we have normalized periods for you. Uh, just a little bit taking away some that conversations
1: stigma. yeah and we encourage you to like learn more about your body and and your partner's body and about like you know this mm-hmm. thing that is the center of life on the universe mm-hmm. the pl- on the planet
0: i really want to have a guest on to talk about menopause yes that's um, to hear about how also that
1: stigmatized not nobody lets people talk about it
0: no nobody yeah. Uh, especially women, we're like, it's so scared yeah, it's, to talk about it because yeah. it's terrifying. Yeah. what well, yeah, it terrifies us because we don't know anything about it. Yeah. Anyway. Well, this was fun. <sighs> yeah, so fun. so glad we decided to free bleed throughout this entire episode. Me too. Now, now it's we just
1: got all synced up and yeah, blood all over
0: the living room. Yeah, it's a crimson tide in here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Aunt Flo has <laughs> certainly yep. come to stay. <laughs> cool. Oh, well, this is great. Thank you all so much. Again, write us if you have any comments, compliments. I don't know. Questions at Difficult Women Podcast, gmail.com. Control us. Those
1: are fun to read online.
0: So, oh, control so us. So great. <laughs> uh, but also follow us on Patreon. Oh,
1: yes, please do. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we have a Patreon account under Reform Tours. And if you don't know what Patreon is, it is a crowdfunding platform in which uh, fans can support their favorite artists uh, by uh, subscribing to their Patreon. And you get fun stuff back like we've got patches and uh hats and we also put together things like videos that are never before seen and play songs that have never been heard before so you do get a lot of
0: fun goodies along with that Mm -hmm. subscription so look us up on patreon under reformed whores and we'll make all your dreams come true absolutely oh my god all right well listen to our song that we wrote just for you
1: (music) Don't forget to change your tampon when it's that time of the month. Yeah. Don't forget to change your tampon when it's that time of the month. Don't say I forgot how check the clock, cause you might just get toxic shock. Don't forget to change your tampon when it's that time of the month. Keep change. Don't forget to change your tampon when it's that time of the month. Oh, Don't forget to change your tampon when it's that time of the month. You know, it's true that you feel blue if you reach in and you find 2 Don't forget to change your tampon when it's that time of the month.